Welcome to Menstrual Memoirs with Madeline Turner, where we are talking menstrual cycles, feminine energy, connection, and lifestyle. I'll be sharing education to help you navigate being a sovereign being in this modern day world, knowledge I've learned through education and exploration, as well as personal experiences, and bring in on guests to share their journeys as well. If you've been feeling disconnected from your body and soul, or like they're just working against you, then you're in the right place. As you're enjoying the podcast, please rate it, review it, and share it with other souls who are also on this journey. Please remember that this podcast is used for educational purposes only. Hi, welcome back to Menstrual Memoirs. This is Dr. Madeline Turner, and I'm excited and grateful as always that you are tuning in. I had somebody reach out. I love when you all reach out on Instagram because, or any contact way and ask questions because it lets me know the information that um, you're looking for so I can better serve you in that process. And I got a really good question the other day. So I wanted to do a rundown of it on the podcast to give you this information as well, because maybe you're in this boat too. Of course, if you are liking the podcast and you are enjoying the information, please read it, please share it, please review it. That is how other women get exposed to these messages as well who may need them. So I had um, a new follower and I had reached out and said like, hey, what kind of information are you looking for? Educational, inspirational, like do you have something in particular you're struggling with? And they were like, well, there's a lot to learn just coming off birth control and trying to learn everything. So one, if you're in that position or if you're somebody who is thinking about coming off of birth control soon, just take a deep breath, place your hand over your heart, feel your feet on the ground, take a deep breath in and all the way out and just know that you are supported in this process. And it can seem really overwhelming. It can seem scary, but there are there is lots of information out there. There are lots of lots of people to support you on this journey and path in a way that works and feels good for you. So please remember that and do not hesitate to reach out and ask for help or assistance because most of us who maybe you look up to who know this information, like we had to start somewhere too, and I didn't know everything in the beginning either. This has been years of experience and research and um, reading and all of that fun stuff. So just know that you're on the path if you're trying to take that path that you were supposed to be and you can figure this out too. So there is a lot, there, there, I would say there is a lot to learn or there can be a feel like there's a lot to learn, but it's definitely learnable. And it's nothing that's like rocket science where you can't learn enough to understand which phase you're in, how to show up better in that space and support your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul, all of that um, without needing, like I said, like this huge bandwidth of knowledge. Like this is stuff you can learn, I promise. So this particular person had said, you know, I was like, well, what's like the biggest thing you're struggling with right now? And she said, trying to figure out how to eat phase specific foods for the correct phase. And I totally see that, you know, there, there's definitely lists out there and I think they're great, but here's the thing. If something is adding way more stress to your life than not stress, because stress is a huge contributing factor to disruptions in our endocrine system. So if you have things causing you stress like that, that you're just like, I just can't seem to figure it out or seem to be consistent with it and, and make it fit in my life, then take a step back and let's reevaluate what like the main goal and purpose is. So for this situation, I explained it like, you know, I'd be like, you're your uh, cupcake and you have your icing and then you can put the cherry on top, right? If you want to. 
I would say like in this scenario, let's say like eating phase specific foods for your appropriate phase is like putting the cherry on top. It's great if you want the cherry. It's great if the cherry doesn't cause you extra stress. It's great if the cherry works in your life. Then put it on top and use it. But if it's causing you too much stress, it's just something you can't really seem to get a hold on or be consistent with, then forget the cherry. What I would rather you focus on and what's super, super important when it comes to especially food choices is going to be keeping a balanced blood sugar. That's going to, for me, outweigh anything that comes to eating like a, a food that supports a specific phase a little bit better than other foods. And here's why. There's a hierarchy of hormone endocrine disruptors or endocrine like stressors. And always at the top, always, always, always is going to be your blood sugar. So if your blood sugar is imbalanced, it, it won't matter if you're managing your stress because it's going to be a, seen as a stressor. It won't matter if your detox organs are working perfectly, you know, or if you're living your best life and all of these phases and doing the phase appropriate things because your balance, your blood sugar will still be imbalanced. It will still be seen as a stress in your body. So then it will go down this cascade of effects in your body to create different changes in those hormone system, different imbalances to leave that endocrine system disrupted. So first and foremost, what I highly recommend if this is something that resonates with you is if you're not currently doing it, figure out how to balance your blood sugar first and foremost. When we have that imbalanced blood sugar, again, it's seen as a stress to the body. And a lot of times this is seen in our diets because maybe we eat something that we metabolize a little too fast, a little too much simple sugar. It's not really a balanced meal between carbohydrates, fats, proteins. So it spikes our insulin or it spikes our blood glucose levels. We're only going to need so much of that. Insulin is super sensitive. It's going to come in. It's going to try to take that blood glucose and store it for later, but it's really good at storing it. So it kind of like overstores it. So then our blood glucose drops below normal, below that maintain point, And we have that craving again, that energy crash. We need that. So we usually reach for something quick and fast and we just repeat that cycle. So we really want to maintain more of a balanced up and down ebb and flow as close to like that normal as possible. So some quick and easy suggestions to do this is one, first thing in the morning, drink uh, like eight ounces of a good quality like water and out of glass. Um, plastic is an endocrine disruptor. We don't want it. We don't want it in us. Tap water for the most part, at least in most places. I live in Florida is um, full of all kinds of extra garbage, even though it's quote unquote safe to drink. Um, so investing in some sort of other little filter, if you can just help process some of that out is going to be real, is going to be helpful if it's a, if it's an option for you at this time. So starting off with that and continuing to drink really high quality, clean water throughout the day, focusing on eating every two and a half to three and a half hours. And first, so when you're waking up to eating within an hour and a half of waking, and then you can start that two and a half to three and a half hour cycle, which is going to be different for all of us because it's going to depend on our, on our own specific biology, physiology, as well as how well our meals are balanced. So balancing your meals with carbohydrates, proteins, and fats is going to be really important. If we're eating just carbs, we're probably going to have that spike and crash and blood sugar pretty fast and just want more carbs to uphold that. So protein and fats are where we come in to sustain that a lot in a better fashion. Really focus on eating real whole foods if possible. Things that come out of boxes or things that are pre-made can be very convenient for sure, but that convenience usually costs you and it usually costs you in nutrients and 
with things that we're talking about now, usually because of those nutrients and because of things that are added to keep them shelf stable or to keep it simple for you, will usually um, can spike your blood sugar a little bit more, depending what kind of packaging in they're in and how you're cooking it, it can have endocrine disruptors in that too. So just trying to stick with really whole quality foods, do your own cooking if you can. I know everybody's not a fan of um, doing their own cooking. There are a lot of options out there now that are pretty affordable in terms of like ordering maybe like foods that are put together for you that you still have to cook, but it's take some of like the thinking out of it for you. Or I know at least where I live, there's some really high quality people that will meal prep for you. So there are definitely different options depending on what your budget is and what can allow. You know, and if this is new to you and you're like, I'm not even really sure how to cook or what a whole food is, and I would just take baby steps there. And this doesn't have to happen overnight. This doesn't have to be perfect by any means, but just starting to choose a little bit better. You know, maybe for you, it's just drinking the water first thing in the morning, and that's a really good step. And most people can add that one in. Um, you know, maybe you're already doing that and you want to do a little bit more work on trying to eat every two and a half to three and a half hours to keep that blood sugar balanced. And part of this is planning, 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 especially depending on your job and things like that. When I started this journey and I started working on this, I realized how mismanaged my blood sugar was because I am a doctor and I see patients, um, a couple times a week and I would go, 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 go with patients that it would be for five hours before I would ever even touch any type of food again. Or I'd be like really at that four hour mark and be like, well, I'm going to go home in an hour and make dinner. So really we're adding like an extra two hours onto that. So having easy access to snacks and situations like that, that are going to be balanced, that are going to support your blood sugar is really important too. And I always recommend keeping something in your car for those just in case moments. And if you don't have anything and, and it does happen then trying to get some sort of snack that has a balance between proteins, carbs, and fats as soon as possible into your system if you've went a while without eating. So I hope that helps. I want to give you a little like, okay, 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 I get it. It's, it's overwhelming. Yes, it's great if you can eat for each phase as well, but let's start here if that's too much. So I hope that helps. Let me know if you have any questions. I always love to hear from you guys. You can always hop over to Instagram. I am the one that responds back to you and message me at drdr.madeline, M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-D-C. And that is down in the show notes as well. And we will talk soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Menstrual Memoirs with Dr. Madeline Turner. If you are enjoying the podcast, please rate it, please share it, please review it. That is how other women get exposed to these messages as well. If you are looking to connect with me, the best way is Instagram. My info is down in the show notes, but my handle is at drdr.madeline, I'm looking forward to connecting with you and we will talk soon. Bye.